Welcome to the Antioch Initiative Podcast, a podcast focused on the unreached of the world and topics related to seeing the unreached discipled in Christ's kingdom. In this episode, your host Nick Robertson interviews Mark Doreen, Area Director over Penn Asia, and he shares his insights into reaching Buddhists and how we can pray for them. I'm Nick with the Antioch Initiative, and today I have the privilege of talking with Mark Doreen, who is in Thailand. Mark, uh, great to talk with you today. Thank you, Nick. Good to be here. Hey, uh, you know, thanks for being willing to talk to us today about Buddhists and the, the, the importance of reaching Buddhists in the world today. And um, Mark, uh, I know you, uh, you serve as an area director with the Assemblies of God. Um, is, that, is it called Peninsula Area? Of, what, what is exactly the title? Yeah. Uh, what is it? <laughs> Peninsular Asia. And so we always shorten it. We call it Pan-Asia, Peninsular Asia. Wonderful. So, okay. Yeah, that includes the countries of, of Viet, from Vietnam through uh, Myanmar. So it's Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, and Myanmar. Wonderful. Okay. And uh, I know you have a great heart for uh, uh, the Buddhist world. And um, you've been connected with this uh, uh, an initiative, a movement called Change the Map. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, I love Change the Map. Uh, when I was uh, becoming an area director, I had been working in Thailand as a, as a missionary there for oh, almost 20 years. And uh, I was asked to come in and step into the area director role over these other countries. And I didn't really know much about them. I didn't know anything. You know, I couldn't speak any of the other languages. And so I did a little research and, and Change the Map came along, and they, these guys uh, are, are a group that loves, to, loves the Buddhist world, is reaching out to the Buddhist world, the love of Jesus Christ, and they believe that the most powerful thing you can do to reach the Buddhist world is, is pray and intercede. And so their goal, and so I, I'm just kind of a, a, a part of that as well, our goal is to uh, encourage, to uh, to, to get thousands of intercessors and tens of thousands of intercessors on their knees for the Buddhist world to see some breakthroughs. And so that's mainly what it's about. That's, that's, that's really neat. That's great. Well, if someone wants to be a part of Change the Map, uh, hmm. what should they do? Uh, that's, that's the question I was waiting for. Uh, yeah. You go to www.ctm.world. It's not org it's not org it's the world and uh their their website there will take you to a, a, on the front page you can subscribe to become a prayer partner so you they send out monthly prayer guides that will tell a story or sometimes teach a little lesson about uh what's happening in the buddhist world or something about buddhism and then they provide weekly prayer uh requests for each week uh that uh, of that month and uh and they hold there they call for those prairie prayer requests on buddhist holy days so many people don't know that there's actually holy days in buddhism and those holy days are not a certain day of the week but they're based on the face of the moon so they kind of move throughout the week and this week it's on thursday because that's a half moon day uh, so those are the days that buddhists go to the temple most often they uh, believe here in the Theravada Buddhist world that they make double merit when they go to the temple on, on the Buddhist holy days. And uh, so uh, we take that time to get on our knees and to fast and to pray for Buddhists on, on the holy day. Okay, that's awesome. But we wanted to um, 
just curious, I wanted you to just talk to us some more about um, Buddhists and interacting with them. Could you, would you be open to sharing some, um, some insight as far as uh, reaching out to Buddhists, you know, even here in the West in America, uh, there are many Buddhists that are around us that we interact with. Would you be open to sharing some, just some tips, some insights as we want to help our Buddhist friends know Christ? Yeah. Buddhism really is gaining some influence in America and not always directly as Buddhism, but all, but uh, Buddhism has great influence in terms of uh, the word karma kind of being thrown around mindfulness, something that comes out of Buddhism. A lot of the mindfulness sort of directions that are ta- that are getting popular today come through that Buddhist uh, flow, that Buddhist line. And, uh, but uh, there's, pro- there's somewhere around four, it's hard to, hard to count Buddhists in America, but four million on up, uh, depending on how you define a Buddhist in the United States. And um, the thing about Buddhism, Nick, is that uh, most people don't know what does a Buddhist person believe. Uh, uh, Buddhists believe in different things. They're, they're more practical. They're more uh, concerned about uh, the practice, what they do, rather than what they believe. But Buddhism all uh, comes out of the four uh, noble truths uh, that uh, Siddhartha Gautama, the, the founder of Buddhism, the first Buddha, uh, came up with. And uh, those four noble truths are that, number one, life is suffering. And so we're born in, into this world of suffering, uh, and we spend our lives uh, in pain and suffering in various, to various levels, and then we die, and then we're reborn again in this painful process, and we're kind of locked in this cycle of birth, death, and rebirth, and so life, existence, and suffering. So how would you like that worldview, uh, Nick? Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah. And uh, the second one, then, is the cause of suffering the co- uh, is our desires. So our des- because we desire things, and the more we desire things, the more we bring suffering on. Third noble truth, then, is that to get rid of suffering, uh, we have to get rid of all desires. So the fourth yeah. noble truth is getting rid of desires in our life. So that means putting everything, not wanting nothing, not needing anything, and even good things, uh, you know, even love itself. Let me just illustrate that. There was uh, uh, once a, a discussion between the various religions, uh, religious groups here in Bangkok, Thailand, where I live now. Uh, and the question was asked, what's the highest value of your faith, of your religion? Wow. And the Christian answer was love. It was, it, God is a God of love. He loves us and he calls us to love him and love one another. Sure. And um, the Buddhist monk's response was, uh, love is actually uh, the enemy because it's one of the desires that's most hard to defeat, to overcome. And when we still have to love or we still need love, it means that we have not have been able to overcome that desire in our life. And once we're able to overcome the desire of love, that shows that we're quite close to attaining enlightenment. So putting even love itself uh, is, is a negative. And so when you try to say that God is a God of love, uh, it's, it's not necessarily a positive thing to a Buddhist person who's been taught that, that, that that's weakness. And uh, then the, the fourth noble truth, is that uh, the way you get rid of all these desires is following this eightfold path that 
Buddha laid out that that majors on on meditation, mindfulness, and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that is so twisted to hear that even love is looked down upon. Um, that's so sad. Um, wow, it's hard to know how to respond to that. You know. Yeah. But but you know, Nick, um, the way to really to reach Buddhists is is here in in Asia. It's often through love because genuine love when it's given in a time of need is, is just impossible to resist. And, and Jesus love for people, you know, once that is displayed, uh, people do respond to that and say, yes, <laughs> love is not a bad thing. Love is something that I, that I really need. And so, uh, you know, ironically, I guess, uh, love is the thing that brings people to, to, to Jesus. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. Wow. Well, as we again, as we're interacting with our, our Buddhist friends, then I hear you saying that our, our love toward them is going to be very important. Um, are there other tips that you'd recommend? Things just uh, we want to be aware of, things to do, not do, as we're um, sharing Christ with our Buddhist friends. Well, you know, it depends to the kind of Buddhist, but most of the Buddhist, uh, I'm not sure if I can quantify that anymore, but. Uh, majority of the Buddhists that you might uh, know, obviously, as Buddhists around you in the United States, uh, are come from Asia, and so those kind of Buddhists might have a very different worldview than you. So instead of saying to someone, uh, "God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish and have everlasting life," a scripture that just means so much to us as Christians, uh, a Buddhist hearing that might hear you say, God so loved the world, and their thoughts would go to uh, Buddha's comment about God. If God was real, and if God was that powerful, then, then God was evil, because God created a world of suffering, and so we don't want to know God. And, uh, and, and then their thoughts might go to the fact that, oh, if God is a God of love, that means God is weak. He still hasn't been attained enlightenment. And then you might talk about Jesus suffering and dying on the cross, and their thoughts might go to the terrible, horrible karma that God, that Jesus must have had to have deserved that kind of an excruciating death on the cross, uh, because that's their normal thought process. Karma is uh, the the fruit of all the previous lives, and we're we're living that fruit now. And someone who dies this violent death must be a murderer in the past or some horrible person in the past, and then. Jesus said, you'll have eternal life. And people would think, uh, well, you know, I already have eternal life. I'm already locked in this uh, life of suffering, of death, birth, and rebirth. And so I have eternal life. That's the very thing I'm trying to escape. Yeah. And uh, so I think sharing the gospel with Buddhists means that we try to understand that their perspective and what they hear uh, is not exactly what we're trying to say and communicate to them. So it's, it's understanding them. It's, uh, it's approaching uh, the whole subject of, of doctrine and of faith slowly, uh, carefully letting uh, power evangelism work, you know, praying for people. I've never, I don't think I've ever had a Buddhist person say, no, you can't pray for me. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, the Buddhist people here, they, they love it when, when you often pray. Sure. And so, you know, Praying for them, loving them, learning what they think, learning what they believe, and, uh, and loving them into the kingdom. It's a slow process, Nick. Uh, Buddhists are tough to reach with the gospel, and it, it does take time and energy. 
yeah, that's, um, that's, that's a good, that's, I appreciate you sharing on that. What, um, if people are wanting to, uh, learn more, uh, about reaching out to Buddhists in the Buddhist world, obviously there, you want to go to change the math, the site you mentioned, uh, on the site, I'm, I know that you have different resources there. Are there any that you would like to highlight or any, any other, um, recommendations you might have for people who are wanting to take another step? in uh, learning yeah. more about Buddhism and reaching out to people uh, from that background. Well, it, yeah, let me uh, add just one more thing, and that, and that, that is the Buddhist world is, is quite a big world. Uh, estimates are so varied on the number of Buddhists in the world. Wikipedia uh, would use the government statistics around the world and say there's about 400 million Buddhists, but uh, Buddhists themselves believes there, believe there's uh, anywhere between 1.4 and 1.7 billion, which is 1.7 billion is the same number of Muslims there are in the world, uh, because uh, because Buddhism is is in many places like China, especially yeah. they're not counted by the governments and so right. forth. But it's more of a of a cultural thing for them. Uh, but so so Buddhism is is quite strong. It's quite powerful. It's something we need to be pay attention to. And we need to be concerned about. And uh, so uh, change the map. Yeah, is is a great location. It helps with both uh, education. There's resources on there. Books that are are, are recommended. Uh, some are just easy practical reading. Uh, but they're there on the resources page. Um, signing up for the prayer, monthly prayer guides will keep you updated with stories and needs. Um, and um, uh, then there's a new prayer guide that's just being uh, completed, a 15-day uh, prayer for the Buddhist world that you could uh, download for free uh, very shortly. They're offering different kinds of small group lessons and things like that on there. So, yeah, I'd, I'd direct you to that. And, man... We need people praying. Uh, we're, here's, what, here's what excites me. I worked for 20 years, almost 20, 19 years, up in northern Thailand, and we worked as hard as we could work with the greatest strategies that we could come up with in planting churches and training pastors and, and uh, trying to build and strengthen the Church of Jesus Christ. And, and man, it's slow work. I, I look back at it and say, that the thing that is needed even more than missionaries working on the ground is people on their knees in prayer. Because when God starts to move in a, in a part of the country like has started in one little province in northern Thailand, a move of God has started. And something that we could never have imagined where uh, something like 400 villages in this one province now have little house churches where uh, they were completely entirely Buddhist before and totally closed to any kind of evangelistic effort because people are on their knees praying more than because there's great strategy and church planning going on. So, so my appeal is, uh, is, is let the Holy Spirit touch your heart to, to begin to pray on a regular basis for Buddhists because that is the key to uh, to break through spiritual breakthroughs in the Buddhist world. Wow! Yeah, and that that's that's amazing. Uh, that's sometimes hard for us here in the West to hear. Uh, as far in America, we we um, <laughs> we 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 say we believe in prayer, um, 
many we as Christians do, but uh, it's so essential. And, uh, you know, it sounds like from what you're saying, one of the keys that you gave for seeing uh, Buddhists come to Christ, you shared is praying for them and seeing, um, you know, power evangelism. So it, it sounds Absolutely. like we really need to believe God for the miraculous, for God to uh, supernaturally touch people's hearts. And, um, and that's something that yeah, we, and I, yes, as, please. A, as a missionary, you know, the, our intercessors over there in the U.S. are supporting churches, supporters are truly a partner. They are truly partnering with us in the ministry. It's not just, um, you know, we count on that because without that prayer backing, like you just mentioned, you pray for someone, you're not going to see that miraculous thing happen unless that there is a prayer backing going on. So we truly do count on intercessors. We count on people back there praying for us. So um, you know, whatever you can do, Nick, and whatever folks can do to uh, encourage others and to inspire people to pray, man, that is so valuable to us. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Wow. Um, well, hey, maybe before we go, uh, would you be open to, uh, to mentioning maybe uh, two or three just specific things we could pray for um, that our listeners could could intercede for and you just mentioned the, the importance of prayer so um why don't we conclude just with you mentioning two or three things that uh that would be strategic to lift up okay well um obviously let's pray for uh for the workers that are out there in the buddhist world um, many of these missionaries and 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 i think of the churches the pastors and, and the christians that are out there working in the buddhist world have labored for years and years and years to just a little bit of results. And so pray for uh, just encouragement, pray for strength, pray for, uh, for blessing and the favor of God on missionaries and on Christian workers in the Buddhist world. So that would be the first thing. Um, you know, the second thing I'm, I'm gonna ask for prayer for might seem a little strange, but pray for prayers, <laughs> pray for intercessors. Uh, pray even for uh, other Christians in the United States that God would raise up an army of intercessors for the Buddhist world because, um, you know, you can pray, we can pray, and I, and I do that. That's part of my prayer life, Nick, is I pray that God places a burden, just a burden on the heart of people to pray for the Buddhist world. So would you all join me in just praying that God would raise up intercessors for the Buddhist world? And then, um, I guess, just in a generic way, pray for spiritual breakthroughs to happen, where sure. spiritual breakthroughs haven't happened. So um, just that God would, you know, and we've seen in certain countries, and the one Buddhist country that it happened in was South Korea, and this was 50 years ago, uh, 60, close to 70 years ago now, uh, a real breakthrough happened in South Korea, and it hasn't happened in any other Buddhist nation, really. Uh, and so pray for spiritual breakthroughs. And when there's a breakthrough, big things happen. So just pray in faith that throughout the Buddhist world, that these spiritual breakthroughs will happen. Amen. Yeah. So may God help us to pray for workers, to pray for intercessors, and just to pray for spiritual breakthroughs. That's, that's, that's amazing. Hey, Mark, we want to say thank you for sharing with us today. Uh, thanks for being with us on this podcast. And um, may God, can you just bless your work? And uh, thank you.